everyone. Hello. We're back. See, we're back. It's I Sunday. Know. We're doing good. It's the second time. Yay, yay for us. So we're New back. Year better us. Yes, definitely. It was a great week. Um, this is what the first end of the first week of the year or the second? The first this end of the second week. The end of the second week of the year. No, it's the first because the first started on a Sunday. So okay. it's the eighth day of the year. Yeah, so we ended off the first week of the year strong. We still don't need bail money from nobody, which is good. We haven't fought anybody, haven't gotten into any trouble. Has anybody pissed you off since the year started? No. They pissed me off. I'm not pissed offable right now. I am very much so pissed offable. At work, they be pissing me off. My sister be pissing me off. Just everybody. I don't think... Yeah, no one has gotten me upset. They've gotten me upset. Um, But I'm highly annoyed by stupidity, so of course, I'm going to be Myself upset. got me upset when I came from my trip. Oh, my God. Let's, we don't have to talk about that. We could just... Let's, I'll just put it this way. Don't eat warm soup. Don't eat <laughs> yeah. warm soup. That's it. Eat your soup piping hot, unless it's gazpacho, eat it ice cold, but don't eat warm soup. At this point, I'm like, if you know you have like an hour drive, I'm thinking just pack the soup to go. It wasn't an option to pack it to go. Um, just, yeah, don't, don't, don't eat warm soup. Mm. And that is it, that is all. Don't eat warm soup. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I got myself upset this year so far. By eating warm soup. And you what know, I, like... It's a sign. You got to trust your instinct, you, you know? You really do. And you have to also understand, even though you're not the one eating the warm soup, you are dragged into eating warm soup because that person needs complete conversation when to, you're trying to go to yes. sleep. Like, and get you a friend that's going to have the door open for you to run in. They're going to have the front door open and the bedroom door open. Every door because, open. Because go time. Golly. Oh, man. It's go time. <laughs> that was a tough hour. Hour of my life. So, I got through it. Amen. Won't he do it? Won't he will? I felt right asleep after you got in the house. I'm yeah, like, I know. Right, I'm gone. I know. I had to be at work at 530 in the morning. And I had to stay up with this person on the phone. It had all the doors open. All but night. that was when that was a, a nice event. I went to the Haitian Unity, um, their first annual Haitian Unity Day in Port St. Lucie. And it was a great event. That's good. It, uh, Haiti has really, like, every time I hear about the history of Haiti, I'm more and more inspired. Mm-hmm. And it's just so unfortunate that it was the, the first place to abolish slavery. And because they had the audacity to abolish slavery, they're still being punished for it to this day and not just by by france and european nations they're being punished for it by the u.s the u.s that claims that they're the land of the free and the home of skin of white land of the free and the home of the brave and they stand in you know equity and equality and everyone's the same and we're all equal but they're they're still joining european nations in punishing haiti nobody has taken a stand to say let's stop this you know it's crazy because like the u.s perverted the bible right because in the bible god tells you when you go into church come as you are the u.s legit has a stamp that tell you come as you are but niggas we don't really want you here 
They don't. They don't. And it's just they unfortunate. Don't. But like I, I, I stand with Haitians as they continue to pray for I will the, the, the freedom yeah, of their country, you know, because they're really a resilient group of people. And it's inspirational just learning about their history. Like we're all brothers and sisters. We, we just got off at, the, at, at different stops. Different stops. I believe legit, that. I believe we, that. Legit, we got, you have to understand that mothers and children, fathers, sons, brothers, cousins, uncles, grandfathers, everybody got separated. Yeah. So whether or not you believe that, oh, I'm from this island, no, we're all related. We just got off at different stops. We were forced off at different spots. And because I, I remember that. I went to a family reunion um, probably about maybe, it was a while ago, so probably about 14 years ago, I went to a family reunion. That's not a while, baby. That's a long-ass time. No. Not 14, 12 years ago. Still a long ass Yeah, time. it's been a minute. So, um, yeah, I went to that reunion, and we had family members who've lived their entire lives, gen- all their generations, like three, four generations back, came from French Guyana. There you go. And, you know, we all thought everybody came from St. Lucia and maybe just a generation ahead of mine probably went somewhere else. No. They're, they're tracing back four, five, six generations to French Guyana. We're, so, we're I and I hate I hate I absolutely hate um the conversations I see online on TikTok whether don't call me this cuz I'm this and it's like we're all black at the mm-hmm. end of the day we are what as much as you want to identify as something else you want to have that pride for your country whatever we are what people see first and, and, what and you that's see the thing first when you look at me it's black that's the thing, like, um, I was asked why I have the Africa on the, the chain, and I'm like, because I'm black first. Exactly. I'm black. I'm black first. I'm black. At the end of the day... Whether I was born in St. Lucia, or born in Mexico, or born in Italy, the face that would come out would be a black face. Yeah. You understand? I I'm black, black first. So, um, yes, I, I love being St. Lucian. I embrace being St. Lucian. I love everything about where I come from. And I'm very proud of my heritage, proud of my country. But I'm black. Yeah. I stand you know? behind everything black. Like Issa Rae said, I'm voting for everybody black. Yep. I want all of us to succeed. Yeah, for all I of us to win. For all of us to understand that it's room there for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's literally room there for everybody. Even if we got to, like Jamaicans will say, small up yourself. Mm-hmm. Make we space. Small up yourself. You Make space. Still some laps or whatever. Yeah. But there's room there. And mm-hmm. it's, I feel like the ones that are opening doors, continue opening them. And the ones that are walking, like always make sure to remember where you come from. So you're looking back for somebody that has been through, that's going through your same struggle. You help them mm-hmm. to get to where they need to go. Because everybody's journey don't necessarily stop where your journey stops some people want to go further some people don't want to go as far as you go Mm -hmm. but understand that there's always room at the top for everybody for everybody exactly i think once we realize where our power lies and our power lies in unity and solidarity once we realize where our power lies we'll be able to elevate much faster but it's because we haven't tapped into that power yet that's why we're confused and i'm just gonna say this out loud black people just creative as fuck (laughs) <laughs> whether or not you think that shit is stupid we have the blueprint we hold it we yeah, have the we blueprint have, we, have we the blueprint. invented that mm-hmm. without us there would nobody, be no they, culture there would be no nothing there would be no no There'll internet be no there'd be nothing, nothing. Like, the internet about would be so boring without black what, people 
you're scrolling on the internet and you're watching. Mm. Honestly, it's black women, black men, black anything, black children. Uh, yo, have you ever seen them little dancing kids in Africa? But I sit there and I watch all their videos because, yes. Fashion wouldn't be as elevated as it is without black women. Hair, You talk nails, about fashion. Let's talk about, Entertainment, like, mu- music, and TV. So, I'm on TikTok the other day and they're going back and they're like, oh, you want to know where these big brands get their labeling from? And where does it come from? Africa. Mm-hmm. It comes from some tribe somewhere. Because originality is within us. Mm-hmm. We are original. Say what you want to say. But I'm telling you. Madam CJ Walker, come on now. Right? Come on the, now. The, the shit she did for the hair industry, no one has been able to come close to revolutionizing hair like she did. I'm going to tell you right no now. No one. Them Egyptians and the wigs, come on now. Like, no one. No one has come, come on close now. since then. Let's it's go. just a piggyback off of what she did, and it hasn't really fully made this like it, it, this impact. You know, since her, nothing in here has been impactful since Madam C.J. Walker. So, again, we have the blueprint. We just have to unify and we'll be able to elevate. But enough about us while we're on the topic of the internet. Shit we see on the internet. Shit we see on the internet. Let me start off with this so I can be done because I don't know a lot about this topic. But Skip Bayless or whatever the fuck his name is, fuck you, sir. (laughs) Fucking climb on the toppest mountain and jump the fuck off. And even think, even when you feel like you can't fall no more, I hope the devil opens up the land so you can fall deeper. You are a piece of shit. You, 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 are, you have no talent but to run your mouth and suck Tom Brady's dick. Go to hell. And the worst part about what he did with the, the for those who don't know, there was a football player this week or the week before that he um, collapsed on the field in the middle of the game. They tried to resuscitate him. I think it didn't work. They had to rush him to the hospital. He experienced cardiac arrest or something like yes, that. Yes, his heart it was, stopped. It was it really, was really serious. Bad. It was really serious. People were praying because they thought this man was going to die. I mean, they and thought Skip, he better now. Skip Bayless went on the internet when, um, unfortunately, we didn't cue it up. But he went on the internet saying something about he addressed the game. And the game having to stop and how they would continue the game. And for me and for a lot of other people on the internet, it was like, fuck the game. Somebody is fighting for their life in a hospital. This is somebody's son. He is somebody's father. Exactly. You don't say shit. Granted, I don't. I couldn't pick this man out of three football players. I don't know. I only know him because of what just happened. But if I'm being real, but I heard that shit and I was like, damn. That's crazy. That is crazy. And That's that's what it is. He has no humanity. And better yet, it's not that he doesn't have humanity. He doesn't give a shit about black people. Mm-hmm. He's sitting across from Shannon Shannon Sharp that is in the Hall Shannon of Fame. Shannon Sharp, sidebar, he's a, he's a handsome man. Oh, my God, that black man is so fine, Jesus. He's, Y'all know how I feel about black men. He's man. a handsome man. And he's so big, lay flat on me, baby. I'm risking my life. <laughs> you hear me? I don't care. That man is fine as hell. He's a handsome man. But like you sat, he sat, he sits across from Shannon Shaw, Hall of Fame player, and he talks down to him. I hate when people that cannot play the sport at the level that these athletes play and have so much shit to say. That's why Venus hit them with none of y'all could play better than me. Exactly. Like, time. let's go one on one. What none are we doing? None of y'all doing? could play better than me. And I hate hearing. I hate when it, when people realize they're wrong. 
and refuse and refuse to, to take, take accountability. accountability. Oh my it's like God. nobody said, okay, I understand you sent the message out and you're thinking about, you know, it's not saying like you don't fuck this nigga, you don't give a fuck about him. But that's how it came off. Yeah. And if that's not how you meant it, there's nothing wrong in saying, yo, I didn't mean for it to come out that way. I do care about him and I'm saying sending prayers for him and his family, but for you to get on the people TV and say, I stand down. behind what I what said. said. And this is it to me. It, it didn't even need an apology. It could have legit said, yo, I am. I was so into the game that completely blew me. Yeah. Or like, I, I, that's not what I meant. I, I, I'm, I, you know, even if he gave the bullshit apology of, I'm sorry people took it that way, but that's not what I meant. And I'll It would have made sense. And the thing is, Shannon Sharp was trying to sweep shit up and clean shit up for him. If he would just shut the fuck up and let this man clean shit up. He was not letting Shannon do it. And the he would not let him talk. I've seen so many tweets saying their show is not watchable without Shannon. Now... I'm not telling that man what to do, but the fact that Skip sat there and disrespected him, he should be like, you know what, sir? Fuck you and this show. I will go find something else because mm. I'm, I promise you he could find something else. He can. He could go find something else because I, for the life of me, I don't understand someone that has never played the sport, can never play at the level of that young man. He could have played at the level of the worst football player. But you got so much talk. Mm. Shut your ass up. Joe, I, I can't. What's next on the list? Because fuck Skip. Um, no, let me skip see. Skip his ass on. Um, so, um, the, let's get, get through the Rolling Stone thing. I am so mad. <laughs> I am so mad. We got into a conversation about it earlier today, and we took probably 20 minutes talking about I it. I am so mad. But I, I'm, I'm going to give you uh, some space to vent about it. I am so fucking mad. Like, I am Jamaican in my whole soul, spirit, body, everything. So, and for how- those who don't know, before you continue, because you're not giving context, because not everybody knows about this shit. For those who don't know, the Rolling Stone released their 200, 200 best, best singers of, of all, all time. time. And these motherfuckers put Burna Boy on the list. And did not put Miss Celine Dion. As a who, Jamaican, I am offended. Who else they put and they didn't put Celine? They fucking, they had. Because uh, <laughs> there was a lot of people. Elvis was on there. Elvis is on there. Friggin' Ozzy Osbourne is <laughs> on there. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Are, do we not hear Celine Jaquanda Dion sing? <laughs> like she didn't make Titanic watchable. Like, bitch, we don't give a fuck about Titanic. We went to hear Celine sing. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. And I know my Haitian brothers and sisters will stand right behind me and be like, Celine Dion, are you serious? Yes, she's not on the list. She's not on the Jennifer list. Jennifer Hudson is not on the list. Jennifer Hudson is not on the list. Christina Aguilera is on the list, but she's in the 90s. Huh? (laughs) I am so confused. I'm blown. I'm blown. Kelly Clarkson is so far down that list. I know you're going to be mad, but Kelly Clarkson is on the... Alicia Keys comes before Kelly Clarkson. 
How are we doing? Alicia Keys sing better than um Kelly Clarkson sing better than Alicia Keys. Oh, I thought you about to lose your mind. I thought they get out. Yeah, but Alicia Keys Ozzy on Osbourne this. is before Kelly Clarkson and Christina Aguilera. Are they on crack? Yeah. They put Whitney Houston at number two and Aretha Franklin at number one. My bad. Listen, I just post something on my Instagram. I will fight you. With my own head, I'll put hands on feet or anybody that tell me Miss Whitney Houston ain't number one. <laughs> Yo, I just listen to this lady sing and I'm here making a stank face because what the song of just watching her be so effortless. Mm-hmm. The vocals look like they be like Whitney, calm down with us. She the can, she, her range, her range. I'm so confused as to the metric because that's what I kept asking myself. What metric Johnny did they fucking use? Cash is on a list that Celine. What Dion did they use? On. How did they come up with these names? I'm, I am Beyonce's number eight. I don't know how Kelly she's above. Kelly Clarkson and Christina, Christina Aguilera, Aguilera are so low. I. Yo, I'm telling you right now, there's not a Beyonce. The, the I only love Beyonce. I don't have and I haven't fully listened to is the latest one because I don't like house music. I love Beyonce. Beyonce's I love amazing. Rihanna. I, yo, hey, psh, you can't tell me shit about my Caribbean girls. I love them. Even when they're wrong, I love them, Nikki. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but how is Rihanna on a list that Celine Dion is not? Yes. Let's let's be be fucking for real now because I, that's why I'm, I'm i think it's more than just the vocal range and the talent of singing i feel like they should have named this list something different maybe 200 um greatest artists of all time and even that then it would make sense because beyonce is impactful celine dion can draw a crowd but she can't draw a beyonce crowd but even then if they're doing artists and they're doing artistry Beyonce would have to be further up that list. Yeah. Because she puts on a show. Yeah, Beyonce would have to be top five. I would pay money. Yeah, Beyonce. Britney Spears Beyonce, Michael sing. Jackson. Yeah. Britney Spears cannot sing to save her life. But if I had to go watch a show and Britney Spears was there, I would go watch Britney. Because those artists put on a show. Yeah. You're going to see them dance. You're going to see them go all over the stage. You're going to be hyped just watching them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand the metric they use, and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt to understand that. Let us sit down that Burner Boy is on a list that Celine Dion is not For on. greatest singers. For greatest singers. Singers. What the fuck? These people Last really sat... Shiloh, what are we doing? The, what the fuck are we doing? These people really sat there and said... Yep, that's the list. Ozzy Osbourne can sing better than Celine Dion. Oh, my God. Billie Eilish can sing better than Jennifer Hudson. They really sat they there really and made that list. They really sat there and said, yes, this is what we're going with. <laughs> Rod Stewart? Sing better than who? The list didn't make sense. Janet Jackson wasn't on the list at all. Janet Jackson can sing, but she... Uh, would she make my top two hundred? If Mary J. Blige could be on the list, Janet Jackson could be on the list. Bitch, I know you fucking tried it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Fucking tried it. We're we're gonna do a show with our top ten list of greatest singers. We've done it already. We have. No, our favorite artists. We did. But this is it, though. When we're talking about in vocal range, and if we're being honest, like you really could have a list without Jennifer Hudson. You, you yourself have yeah. said you don't like Fantasia, but the bitch can sing. Yeah, Fantasia belonged on that list. 
You understand? I don't. I'm not necessarily a Summer Walker fan, but she can sing. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and play nobody. I have. I have yet to own one Ariana Grande record. But blow. I don't even. Like I don't even have her songs on my favorites list. I don't. The only songs that I, I have of Ariana Grande on any of my playlists are songs by Nicki Minaj featuring Ariana Grande. But that girl, but could that sing. girl can sing, and she's not in the top twenty. She can sing. She can sing crazy. So I I don't understand it. I'm confused by it. I, but I don't. I hopefully don't. they're able to make it make sense because and it don't make sense <laughs> to me. As much as Chris Brown has fucked up. And he continues to fuck up. He hasn't fucked up. He belongs recently. on that list. Is Usher on that list? Usher's on the list. Okay. Chris Brown re- belongs on the list. Mm-hmm. That man can sing. You're talking 200? Yeah, 200, Chris Brown and belongs on And you really couldn't yeah. put Chris Brown on it? Yeah. He has, but then it's like, oh, people want to tell you separate the artist from the from their personal life. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Chris Brown belongs on that list. So if we're separating artists from personal life, R. Kelly belongs on there too. They had D'Angelo on the fucking list. R. Kelly would belong on there too. I only know of one song by D'Angelo and I don't even know the words. That's that's the one where he's naked naked in the video. That's it. (laughs) Indy Irie is an amazing singer. She's not on the list? She's not on the list. Oh no. She's not on the list. That's crazy. I feel like something about it is screaming racism. I, they couldn't put too many black people on there. That's what I think it was. Because Courtney Love made it. Don't understand why. How? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It here for us. But Most yeah, so. we got to stop. Um, the white women are upset again. We made them mad again. They're crying again. Okay, over. they've been crying for like. Do you have a clip out. of what she. Um, of- I, it's not a clip. It's like just a thing. But this is a. It's, the trend says, if you're a black girl, follow me, I'll follow you back. The trend did not say only black girls. It mm-hmm. said, if you are a black girl, follow me fo- and I'll follow you back. The reason why that is, is because on TikTok, they don't like giving black women, black creators, their spot. Yeah, they don't want to give them the platform. Steal from a, to the fact that there was this song that a black singer had. The King Affirmation song, mm-hmm. a black girl wrote it, and this Asian man or white man was singing it, and they muted her sound. And he's like, "Oh well, I just like her song." No, bitch, they're making it your song. Yeah. So it's the fact that black creators have to be like, "No, we need to go and follow her mm-hmm. for that." And black women don't, and it started because of shit like that. Mm-hmm. And these white women, oh, what if we had a trend that said only white women? Y'all do every day of y'all life. <laughs> oh, I hate it. We should all be together. Shut up. Is are you referring to the video where the husband is in the background? He's telling the you you're gonna to regret be, this. Yeah, he's telling you she's need like, to stop. I'm gonna speak out if no one else. If one thing white women why do, they gonna stand on the wrong side of the law all the time because they keep on. But why does it bother them so bad? Nobody's telling y'all y'all can't do the same thing. The problem is they hit it when, with only whites, and that's the problem. That's why the, y'all racist. The problem is when they do it. Even though I follow you, there's nothing entertaining for me to watch. The funniest and, thing I see, and and the thing is, the more Hi, people, my name is Topher. Something wrong with that little boy. The mo- more people that follow black women, the bigger their platform becomes and their creativity is more well known. And that's a problem for them because they don't want people to know that black women are creating these things. I don't see how that could be a the problem is, for anybody. You have to get the follow train on because just like the renegade dance, we all saw what happened at the, when, during the pandemic. 
this black girl came up with the Renegade song and everybody thought it was the white girl song. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And this is where you will forever and always lose black people. It's not that we don't want y'all to enjoy the things that we enjoy. Just understand where you got it from. Yeah. Like, Give I don't know black people, if, if y'all know this. When you borrow something from a black person, they say, hey, don't forget where it belongs, okay? Yeah, don't forget don't, the address. Don't forget the address. Don't forget where you got it. Because at the end of the day, pay homage. Like, be appreciative of... You can appreciate I the culture. I just don't there understand... There that appreciate the culture. Freaking look at Eminem. I don't understand the reason to be upset. That's like me walking past um, a Jamaican meeting or whatever they're saying we're having this event all jamaicans come to this event and i'm upset they never said you couldn't go baby but i but if i'm bothered that they're creating something just for them i can turn around and create something just for st lucians i but don't this understand is also it though when i'm like i follow this guy on tiktok he's amazing he all he does is support black women there are times i've gotten people following me on tiktok just because i commented something on his video Mm-hmm. So tell me, what's the difference with me saying if you're a black girl, follow me, I'll follow you back versus me just going down the line, you have a funny comment and you have repeated funny comments and I just start following your ass back. It's the same thing. I don't Y'all see, the, I don't know, out. they really need to make sense as to why this makes them so angry because it's not logical. They're not included, that's why. They're not, they feel like they're not included, they feel like they're being shut out. Nobody's shutting you out. There's not one place a white woman cannot walk in into mm-hmm. and i promise you you more safe with us because we gonna tell you the truth because i've seen a whole bunch of tiktoks where these white girls would get here and be like um i remember when i started going to middle school and my body order started changing the black girls were the only ones who told me my white friends never said anything to me baby you safe over here mm-hmm. i know for a fact i'm not safe over there mm-hmm. you ain't gonna catch me going nowhere with y'all and not coming back home because there's a plenty of stories of one black girl going out with a bunch of white girls and the black girl not making it home no you're good next on the docket <laughs> um jen and fresher okay i want i want you to play the clip because i need for us to have context she- i've been watching this train wreck from the time they first came on vh1 one thing vh1 gonna give you is a bunch of artists that aren't actually artists he's a he's an artist I thought they were just on the show. No, he's he's supposed to be some kind of producer, manager, something. I don't know. But they're going to give you a bunch of artists that don't make no music and a bunch of RatchetTV.com. Okay, so I'm going to But here they go. Now. Oh, God. I didn't put the noise on. To be somebody's wife. $250,000. 200000 The type of wedding you want, that's how much it costs. Uh-huh. You're bugging the we gonna invest that. My job as a man is to hold the household down, and she hasn't worked in years. I'm not spending a quarter million dollars on a wedding. I'm not doing it. So, so, how, so, so, so you have no plans on getting married. I have plans on getting. Let's go to city hall. I'm not a city hall bitch. At the end of the day, I love you more than life itself. But you gotta be easy with all this. Love ain't enough. How long you plan on being broke? Oh, I hold that went broke. I chip my mouth. You say it costs too much. That's smart. Broke people behavior. That's smart. All right. Listen, you call it broke. You know what I'm saying? Leave and see what your wife be. Mm-hmm. I deserve. 
So what are your thoughts? Okay, let's let's go to the comment where she goes, you're broke. And let's go back to the comment when he says, she hasn't worked in years. Ma, who broke? <laughs> I, I'm, now I'm confused. That's why he said now leave. That's why he said leave and see what you'll be. My thing is like, and I read this comment and I fully agree with this comment. There is a number between courthouse I saw that too. and $250,000. Yes, yes. I do think if you cannot have that wedding, Jay-Z said this, if you cannot buy something twice, you cannot afford it. Mm-hmm. If you cannot pay $500,000 for a wedding, you cannot have a $250,000 wedding. Yeah. I feel that's excessive to me. It's too much. And granted, I'm... I'm the type of person. She's coming off to me as the type that just wants the wedding. Yeah. She doesn't want the marriage. She just wants the wedding. Because who are you trying to impress that you got to spend $250,000? I don't like the fact that she he says, I love you more than life. And her response is, love, love is ain't not, not enough. enough. Yeah. So what, the, the wedding will be enough. Women like this is why there are women out here that get treated like shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying settle for bare minimum in a relationship, but understand. And I think it's the 250 that's bothering him because he mm-hmm. goes, You got to calm down with that. Mm-hmm. Ma, what is wrong with scaling back? Yeah. 250? You were in the middle of a pandemic. That was a perfect time to do a destination wedding. And not invite maybe 10, 15 people and have a good time in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Italy, wherever. going to Dominican Republic because fuck them. No, I'm just saying she's Hispanic, so oh. she could get away with going over there. But I'm just saying, like, that was your perfect time to have a beautiful wedding that scaled down. That's crazy to me. Because they've been engaged, catch this, for 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> Go the fuck to hell. 16 years they've been engaged. 16. At one this, six. At this point, go to the courthouse. Yeah. I thought this was a fresh relationship. No. This is a courthouse relationship. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe the 16 years is because she hasn't been able to dial down on the cost of the wedding. Or maybe he was probably stringing her along and she just got tired of it and she's like, you know, let's get married or whatever. I don't know what the hell it was, but... They got engaged when she was pregnant with her firstborn, and he's about to turn 17. 16 years they've been engaged. I'm going to tell... If y'all don't learn nothing from me, learn this. Don't let no nigga do that to you. Do I could never. I could never. 16 years. I'm fine with y'all being in a relationship, because I don't feel like people should date forever. You should be somebody's girlfriend for two, three years tops. You get proposed to. You're engaged for a year that's probably too long six months and plan your wedding mm-hmm. plan your wedding on your coins but understand that after this one day mm-hmm. you have the rest of your life yeah and i agree with him that you have to invest that money needs to go somewhere why would i spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a day that's going to end with nothing to show for it but some pictures which the pictures out of the two hundred and fifty thousand fifty thousand dollars the pictures probably cost me maybe you know she's high up on the other end so the pictures probably cost me about eight nine grand sometimes i want and everything else is because the pictures are what you have that's tangible and that piece of paper that marriage certificate is probably about 30 40 dollars i think beyonce mama paid for made her dress that dress was zero zero dollars why are we who are we doing this for 
You're doing this to be seen. Ma, y'all been together forever. Everybody, nobody is surprised. Mm-hmm. You could go down the aisle in a baby VH1 suit. now has them in Jamaica. They could have taken advantage of being in Jamaica and have their wedding down there. Do a little wedding thing. Oh, VH1 taking us to Jamaica? Let's bring the kids on the last day. Let's send for the kids, send for our parents, and do a wedding on the beach. At this point, you need an intimate wedding. You That's need what I'm one saying. Your, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, his mom, his dad, his grandparents, siblings, and your best friends. And, and your, your children. children, yeah. And you're done. Yep. You're done. Because at this point, I'm sorry, but if you dating polo for 16 years and y'all decide that y'all get i'm not going <laughs> because i done seen y'all it's too first of all you can't be no damn engaged for no 16 years and me not running my mouth because i'm like um hello sir what are we doing I, listen i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i could not first do of it. all he gonna hate me because i'm i'm gonna say what's wrong with you i will call him a bum i'll be like what are you doing what are you waiting for what are we waiting for at this point let's go to the courthouse now Put on your best pants. Let's yeah. go. If we're if we're engaged, the next step is to just do something quick. First of all, and a nice wedding. As much as my first marriage was garbage, and I wish I had taken that little bit of money and invested instead. But that my first wedding, my wedding was maybe less than three thousand dollars. I don't think it broke three thousand dollars, and I had somebody, a nice wedding. If somebody's son is stupid and asks me to be his wife. I'm going to feel bad for him because he doesn't love himself that much. But okay, cool. You want to get married to me? I don't have any problem, honestly, going to the courthouse, getting the marriage done, and having this big-ass bashment. I have no problem with that mm-hmm. because that's up my alley. Because, baby, I'm going to be ready in two hours. We ain't staying out here too long. No, but that's the thing. They live in, I think, New Jersey or New York or whatever. The Hamptons is right there. You could rent a mega mansion in the Hamptons for probably $3,000 for the night. You understand? You rent the spot. You do your wedding in the backyard. You get a party company or whatever to rent tables and chairs and and, and, um, somebody to cater. You're not breaking ten grand on your wedding. Maybe $15,000. Do they live in an apartment? I think they just bought a house and he barely could have afforded the house. They just bought a house. They were living with his grandparents for a while. And he was a big time A&R <laughs> producer, artist. Oshina, shut up. Yeah. Tennessee is a beautiful state. You could find something cheap. Make it in a state that's cheaper than the state you live in that have beautiful spots. Holding pork right here in Orlando is cheap. <laughs> Why they don't go? <laughs> I'm just saying, if they don't want to cost, they don't want the cost of of getting everybody on a plane to travel or whatever. They could do this shit right in the Hamptons. There are places upstate New York that you I could rent. Like there are castles too. upstate New York that you could rent for events. I feel like that's still going to be a little too expensive. He can't afford a house in in the state he lives. Well, he right got now. a house. Well, he got the house in New Jersey. Again, she is not. She's not a backyard type bitch. If she's not a city hall type bitch, she definitely she's not a. She's not a working type bitch neither. Next subject. I can't. This sixteen years got me so. Bad. <laughs> it got you upset. I'm upset. Um. So the last. Oh, there was something we wanted to talk about last week, and we didn't have time. Can you cue it? What <laughs> the girls' trip? I don't have that one. You never you... sent it to me. Oh. Um. So. 
I think I did. This send was it to the you. question. No, you just told me the. You just told me the question. I'll show it to you after the the fact. But You're... basically, this girl went on a girls' trip with her homegirls. And on the last day of the trip, she invited her boyfriend to come. Apparently, she was the one that booked the Airbnb. She probably didn't pay for the whole thing herself. Her girls probably paid for it together. Um, so she invited him to come. And one of the friends was very upset that he was there. And the friend threw a fit. She was ready to fight. She was cursing her out. She had to be held back from fighting this girl. So the girl called just so that people could see for if in case something happened. Because, of course, we're fresh off the heels of Shanquilla Robinson. So people are very concerned, rightfully so, when they, for all of that concern, I ain't going nowhere. But whatever, to each their own. She went on the trip. She was concerned. She started videotaping it. And that's what the videotape caught. The girl cursing out because she brought her boy boyfriend on the girl's trip. So who's wrong? Okay. The girl that brought her boyfriend on the girl's trip. Mm. There's a... Okay. If we're going to be a group of girls, you're going to be a group of girls. There are things that women can do in front of women that they feel completely comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You understand? Walking around in your bra and your panties. That's respect. Because women are women. When you invite a man into a space that has been all girls, baby, the only person that's going to be comfortable is you. You, because it's your man. It's your man. And to me, it's like, why would you do that to them? Mm -hmm. And another thing, who broke? You or him? (laughs) Because why couldn't he take you on a vacation? First of all, a nigga that say, yes, I'm coming, I don't respect that. Mm -hmm. I don't respect it. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, yo, you mad weird. Why you want me over there? Who you trying to stunt on? Yeah, because to me, he would have been like, yo, it's a girl's trip. You coming back in like two days. It's not that deep. It's not like, like, there are different levels to different things. But when you're talking about a girl's trip and it's just three, four days, you could do without this nigga for three, four days. But, uh, Sheena, even if we plan a girl's trip and let's say, oh, we go to Aspen. We're going for a week. We're all there in the Airbnb. Everybody paying. Because ain't nobody... Unless unless it's like one person pays for the Airbnb, one person pays for dinner every night, one person pays for the activities, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, the money is going right back in your pocket because someone else is paying for something else. We're all there in the Airbnb for three, four, five, four days. On the last day you wake up, there's a nigga in the house that ain't delivering nothing. Bitch, have you lost your mind? And then for the friend to react the way she reacts. Anytime, granted, I'm the type of person, if something happened like that, I'm definitely, I don't mind taking the L. Um, I don't pack mind. Pack your shit and go. I don't mind staying in the room, locking up. I'm by myself. I'm no, cold. I pack my shit and leave. Exactly. You pack up, you can leave. But for her to react the way she's reacting, that man makes her feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And don't ever say a woman shouldn't feel uncomfortable in front of a man. Because men have proven, no matter who they are, they will make women feel uncomfortable. Your boyfriend may have done nothing to her, but there's a man outside that has. Mm-hmm. She's still uh, there's still traumas that she's dealing from. I just from feel like else. if it's a girls' trip, you should be able to just enjoy just your girls. And the most you should get of masculine energy on a girls' trip is the niggas that already live in the state you are. Exactly. If you go somewhere out to the club and a nigga trying to talk to y'all, that's the most you should get of masculine energy. Even with your girls talking to their boyfriends, she should talk to her boyfriend when she in the bed. Everybody done in their bed, she in her bed, she talking to him in the, the night. You know? 
how was your day? It was great. We did X, Y, and Z. Or she talked to him in the morning. We about to go do this, 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 and this. She texted him throughout the day. She, we don't need to have you on FaceTime with your boyfriend all day long. Because why are you to here? To me, it's like, what form of insecurities is that? That you had to invite him? Like, first of all, you invited your boyfriend on the girl's trip? Or did your boy- boyfriend call you annoyed that you've been gone for so long? And why he can't be there, too? That's the part because that's kind of confusing like, to me. Mm, there's some insecurities there. Yeah, man. Either you're broke or he broke and he needs to afford. And why couldn't you have done a couple strip then? Exactly. Wouldn't that have been better? Because then everybody would have their person. Mm-hmm. Don't do that to people. It's not, yeah, it's not fair. I, I would never overreacted the way that the friend was going off in a way that I never would have done. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. But that girl was wrong. But she was wrong for bringing this. that man on that trip. We go on a trip, we out of state, and you invite your nigga, not feel like y'all plotting. Why is he here? Mm. What you planning to do? Because, ma, y'all going to get jumped. Y'all going to get beat up. I'm telling you right now. Because that, that just seemed funny to me. That's weird. It may, and for somebody to say, that made me feel uncomfortable, you have to respect it and you have to ask him to leave. Mm. You have to. Because why did the friend get so upset? Because she was uncomfortable. And you're her friend, so she's allowed to yell at you. Now, we have about 20 minutes left. I, there are two things we want to talk about. <laughs> ah, la, 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 la. I think we'll save one of them for next time. We'll save one of them for next time. But our topic for the day, right? Co-parenting with the person you're trying to heal from. That's something I've been seeing around all over the place. And I've not only been seeing it on the internet and on TV... But I've been experiencing it in real life with Mm -hmm. the experiences of people around me. Yeah. Now, we all have that one special case relationship Mm -hmm. that once we get to the person that we'll love forever, we have that relationship before that we're healing from. Mm -hmm. That we have to kind of pick ourselves up from the bootstraps, male and female, and heal from the toxicity that person introduced into our lives. We have that special case situation. The lucky ones get to heal from that situation without any ties me <laughs> but we're talking about the unlucky ones Y'all. you know um i will say this with my situation with my daughter's father he wasn't toxic in my life prior to her mm-hmm. so i to say that oh i'm trying to heal from trauma he brought into my life no i'm not trying to heal from if anything my daughter is probably trying to heal from the trauma he's bringing into her life you know and that in turn is a trickle-down effect that causes trauma for me mm-hmm. but i'm lucky in that i'm not trying to heal from this person i'm just trying to have him have common sense and work with somebody with no common sense mm-hmm. um i can only imagine what it would be like having to raise my child with the one relationship i've only when i think back there's one relationship i have to heal from and that one relationship if i had to raise children from that situation i would hang my fucking self oh god i would i really would because the type of person this person is he would make me miserable so i have a sister that's doing that and I think the first couple years was hard because you have to con she this this man is involved in his children in his children's lives mm-hmm. so he's always gonna be there mm-hmm. whenever they call him he gonna come you understand what I'm saying 
I think the first couple years was hard because it's like when you first separate from somebody, always seeing them is hindering your healing process. Mm -hmm. It's putting your healing process on the back burner because you have to, in your mind, understand that this person hurt me, but this person is also my child's father. Mm -hmm. And I have to keep it, I have to be civilized Mm -hmm. for the sake of my child. So the first couple years, I think, was kind of rough for her. But I think now, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. You could come whenever you want. He goes there whenever he wants. Because his kid's there. Mm-hmm. It's better for her. Mm-hmm. She's healing and she's she's moving on now. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like, you have to also understand that they're both healing people. Mm-hmm. But they both have to understand that it's done. Mm-hmm. The relationship is done. And I think it's hard when one person is always trying to blame the other person. And it's like, what are we doing? There are situations, and it's one thing for you to have to just heal from the hurt that they caused you. Healing, just healing from the hurt that they caused you puts that hurt in the past tense, mm-hmm. right? But when you're dealing with somebody who's petty, yep. who's intent on causing you continuous hurt, mm-hmm. that's when it's like you will never, ever heal until that child is dead. Because I don't believe in the co-parenting stops when that child is 18. Nope. You know, you'll always be that child even when it's time to, to, to plan funeral. You run into problems. Yeah. You understand? You run into people who make life difficult or whatever the case may be. You understand? You run into people who are petty. There was a a, a story sometime this week I read on Facebook where a girl was like, at her father's funeral, her father died and she wanted to speak. Yeah. And the stepmother told her no. Allow it. She told her no. And there are people like that that are still that petty. You know, that won't allow you even in death to have peace. I've seen situations where men are so vindictive and so petty that they will spite their children. Yep. Just because it by them spiting their children, it means they're spiting you as well. At the end of the day, I am a child of divorce. And my father was a lot of things that was wrong. But my mother never spoke ill of him. Never. And I never understood. I'm just like, this man don't do shit for us. And you still over here trying to paint him as Superman. And I had to grow to understand that we had to learn who he was mm-hmm. for ourselves. Yeah. And I'm gonna, the worst thing you can do is try to teach your kids that, that their parent ain't shit. It's like. They'll never receive it. You don't. I don't have to speak bad about you, baby. Mm-hmm. You you do it for yourself. You hang in yourself. My parents got divorced when I was 13 years old. My parents were married for 16 years. My mother thought my father would have been a man to us. In reality, he wanted to be a husband to her. Because mm-hmm. he didn't take care of us after divorce. So he clearly ain't give a fuck about us mm-hmm. as children. Mm-hmm. He, was ju- he just wanted to be her husband. And I think <laughs> a lot. I'm sorry. I'm over here fighting with my head scarf. I'm and sorry. I think a lot of the times we need to realize, and I think that's the situation with you and Z's father is, mm-hmm. he wanted to be a boyfriend to me. Yeah, yeah. But he never had any intentions of being a father. To Not just to her, to, to anybody. any of his yeah. children. So a lot of times these men, they're in the relationship and a child come and it's like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for that part. Yeah. I just want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And as a mother... 
you're there like, oh my God, I have a life. I'm bringing my life. And granted, it's not all mothers, but most mothers, I think they're like, my heart is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. As in a man sees, my spot is getting smaller. And it's not that your spot is getting smaller. I've just had to create more room. Mm-hmm. My heart got bigger. Your spot is still, you're still in your same spot. Yeah. I just had to add on. Mm-hmm. I had to put more levels. And then it, it makes it, so I, I know of this situation where a friend of mine, she, um, for a while, she couldn't even allow her kids to travel with her because the father of her children was making life difficult. Because he had to sign for them to get passport and all kind of thing. I've heard of situations yeah. like that. Or women that have to, around every time when a passport has to get signed, they have to kiss the man ass just to get him to sign a passport. I believe the situation, because it was my ex-husband, that, that that's the one relationship I had to heal from. Every other relationship was, uh, it was a piece of shit. I learned from it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference. There's a difference between relationships you have to learn from and relationships you have to heal from. Yeah. All the other relationships, I had to learn from them. Mm-hmm. This one, I had to literally, because it broke me. Healing comes from brokenness. Yep. And that relationship broke me. It ripped me apart emotionally, physically, mentally. It broke me. So I have to heal from it. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I'm going to be super transparent. When I was with my ex-husband, I got pregnant. And I ended up miscarrying. And somebody close to me said, you know, not for nothing. I'm happy that happened. And in the moment, it was like, why would they say this to me? You know, you're hurting my feelings. Look at what I'm going through. That's not the time Mm -hmm. to say this. And granted... It really wasn't the time. It was tactless in the moment to say that. Mm -hmm. But I can say with (laughs) all the confidence in the world, I am happy. I miscarried. Because if I would have had a baby by this man, he would have made my life miserable. Mm -hmm. I would not have been able to go anywhere with my child, do anything with my child. I would not have been able to live a full and free life with my child had I had a baby by this man. So I am happy that I dodged that bullet. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. And I'm not saying he would have been a horrible fa- father. Who knows? He probably would have been a great father. But he would have been making me miserable in the process. And that's the thing, though. Like, it's okay to not be ready for children. Because I don't think a lot of women that don't... I would put out there that a good 45% of women that have babies did not plan it. It could probably be even more than that. Mm-hmm. And they just got ready. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the baby's coming, I'm going to get ready. We're not saying that these men are horrible fathers. They're just horrible people to the mother. Mm-hmm. They're not giving that child a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. They're, they cannot separate the child from the mother. And mm-hmm. in reality, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Because the mother had to clearly separate you from her child because she would hate her child. Because that is a part of who you are. But as you say that, I remember the clip I sent you. I don't think we need to play. We don't have time. But... There's a clip that um, we have of a guy. He's talking to his son on the phone. And the son is, and it broke my heart. The son is crying on the phone saying, Daddy, I want to come see you. Why can't I come see you? And the father's like, your mother put me on child support. I'm not coming to see you. I'm never picking you up again. Ask your mother why I'm not picking you up. Ask her why she put me on child support because I'm not picking you up. You're not going to come to see me no more. Why would you do that to your kid? 
to me, I don't understand. How could you, as as somebody who says you love this child, listen to them cry? And they're not crying for shit that don't make sense. They're not crying because you refuse to buy them a pair of $300 shoes. They're crying because they want to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. Something that costs $0 and 0 cents. They're crying for you to give to them and you're telling them, no, your mother put me on child support. I'm not spending no time with you. And my thing is, what's wrong with child support? You're supporting your child. And if you were doing the right thing, what's the problem? Exactly. Like, I'm already doing it, but if you want to put me on child a lot of the times, if you're doing the right thing and you get put on child support, the mother end up getting less. That's what I'm saying. And, like, and I don't think they realize that if you're a full and present father, and I had to tell a friend of mine that when she was about to put her child's father on child support, and I was asking her, you know, what does he do for the child or whatever, and she was telling me all the different things he does. And I'm calculating all this, oh, you know, he, he buys her um, clothes, like, she, he brings clothes for her every month, he's always bringing food, every time he drops her off after the weekend, he's bringing food to the house, he's bringing diapers, she doesn't have to send anything over when, he, when she, the child goes to his house, mm-hmm. you know, he's doing everything for the child, like, money-wise, oh, whenever I ask him, blah, 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 but, you know, there are times that I ask and he doesn't have, and for that reason, I just want steady money, blah, blah. I told her, listen, this man is doing way more. If you really calculate how much this man is spending on this child, if you put him on child support, you'll be at a loss. Mm -hmm. You will be at a loss. Because the only time you could ask him to come out of pocket after you put him on child support is for birthday and Christmas. You understand? So you better chill out. Told her chill out, she didn't listen. And sure enough, she put him on child support, she ended up getting less. I don't think men realize how much it really takes to take care of kids. Because they're talking about this child support like you're getting millions above what you need for the child. When the reality is you're getting far less than what you need. Because they calculate both the mother and father's responsibility. And like every other American system, they always undercut it. It's always like, you know, just like, you know, SNAP and, and food stamps and like, you know, Section 8 or whatever. They always make it seem like, you know, your life costs less than it actually does. They act like they don't know what inflation is. They act like they don't know what the, these, when you're in the child support office, they're not calculating inflation. They're not calculating any of those things. They're not calculating the fact that this child might be born with special needs. They might be born with a special diet where the $200 you would normally calculate for food and the child support, you now have to up it to three, four hundred because I cannot buy regular milk. I have to buy soy milk. Mm -hmm. This child has gluten allergies. I have to buy gluten-free bread, gluten-free pasta, all these things. They're not calculating that. And the mother has to pitch in those extra things. If you have a child that's developmentally delayed, they're not calculating the fact that instead of um, affording Pampers for only two, three years, you have to have that child in Pampers for up to five years. They're not calculating, like you said, physical therapy. They're not not calculating speech therapy if that child needs. Extra tutoring if that child... They don't calculate none of that. It doesn't. And I think a lot of the time, my thing is, if as a man, you had a child and you were actually in the home with the child just to be able to see what goes on day to day y'all wouldn't be around here with four babies four baby mamas and that's the topic we gotta talk about next week because that shit is funny as hell but 
I just feel like there's no right or wrong way to go about this. Mm-hmm. Because you, there are times you run into somebody who's a great and amazing partner to you. Yep. And you always feel like you see them with their nieces and nephews and you hear them talk and they're like, oh, I would love to be a father. I can't wait to be a father. Da, da, da. And then as soon as the child comes, the story switches up. Yeah. And they become a nightmare. You know what I mean? So there's no correct way. People are always saying, choose better, choose better, choose better. How about you be better? It's. I think men really feel like women are really out here saying, I'm going to choose the worthless man. Yeah, I'm going to choose the guy. Oh, he's at the bottom of the barrel. I want him. It's not like, oh, he's a horrible person. He's a horrible this. A lot of the time, women have babies with men that love them. Yeah. Men that takes care of them. Mm-hmm. But when you get pregnant, it's a different story. The switch flips off, and this yeah. nigga goes, he is mm-hmm. crazy. And men, nine times out of ten, don't show up as their true selves. They don't. They they pr- present their representative, and you fall in love with the representative, and then you're stuck. That's why you know this is also another thing for women. If a man asks you, so what are you looking for in a man? You let him know, I'm looking for you to show me your best self. Do not give him ideas of what you deem good to be a man. Because he will be that until he can no longer pretend mm-hmm. to be that. Yep. Just to get with you. I, 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 don't, I think this is a conversation that we need to have with someone who's actually going through that. The best advice I can give is that after every relationship, take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And get therapy. Get mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. Because that mm-hmm. healing you need therapy for you won't be able to do on your own you have to sit and get therapy for your children too because they'll need it if he's being toxic to you there's no chance there's no way that they're not feeling the wrath of some of it and you have to honestly be comfortable with yourself Mm. after a big relationship don't i i don't think it's safe to jump into another relationship i think it's safe to sit with yourself and as much as people are like this person did this this person did that you also have to understand the roles you played Mm -hmm. even if the role you played was silence Mm -hmm. that is a role you are playing Mm -hmm. that person treated you like that and you said nothing to them when they were treating you like that you played silent so i mean it, it's hard. It's a tough place to... But all I can say is get therapy for yourself. Get therapy for your child. Find a way to get it. And don't spin the block on toxicity. Because nine times out of ten... Well, not nine times out of ten. But there are some instances where you're raising children from the person you, you um, are trying to heal from only because you spun the block. You went back and that nigga said, I'm going to catch you. And that's how they catch you. Because niggas be trapping bitches too. Yes, they do all the time. But... Um, that's enough though. All the time we have for tonight, we'll catch y'all back next week and we will definitely cover the four kids, four baby mama story. Cause that shit was entertaining as fuck. If anything black men don't have is the fucking audacity. They have it to give away. They have it to sell. They have, they picked it up on black market and they're giving it to everybody. But, um, the night is up. Have a great week guys. And we'll catch y'all next Sunday. Like I said last week, have the week you deserve babies. Bye.